Hey y'all, it's Livy G. Welcome back to another episode of Live Outside the Bubble podcast where we provide practical and biblical tips for getting outside of your comfort zone and finding your confidence in Christ so that you can maintain and initiate deeper, more meaningful connections. All right, today I have a very, very special guest. It is my friend and sister in Christ, Abby Frazier. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, I'm so excited. So today we're going to get right into it. We're talking about submission. It's a big buzzword in the church, um, but we want to kind of like give definition to it and maybe redefine it for those of you who um, maybe haven't heard it before or maybe need a new definition that's biblical and then also apply it to our conversations in life. Um, So today... I'm going to start us off in Ephesians. I'm going to read the few verses before the main one. So bear with me. It's Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 20. It says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here's the main verse. Verse 21 says, And further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So before Paul mentions anything else about submission, he mentions some key points, and I want to go ahead and bring those up before we get started with our conversation. He mentions making the most of every opportunity and understanding the will of God so that you may sing his praises and give thanks in unity. And you may be wondering, what does this have to do with submission, right? Before he even says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, he mentions making the most of every opportunity and giving thanks. And so, Abby, can you elaborate on why that is so important to submission? Why does he say giving thanks and making most of every opportunity? What does God have to do with submission? And what does reverence to Christ have to do with it as well? So like giving thanks, we need to be thankful, right? That we're even called to be servants of God, that he allows us to serve and be loved by him, right? Um, it's really just an amazing opportunity. And I mean, we've been called to submit to Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So in that, we are also called to serve other people and do that with humility. Indeed, yeah. So I just want to go over um, a few points, and I want to make it really practical for the listeners. So I'm going to have three main points, and we'll go back over them um, at the end. But I just want to go ahead and say them now, and then we'll elaborate as we go. So the first main point of daily submission is, We first of all must submit to God above all else before we submit to anyone else. So basically what Jesus did on the cross is our example. So I'm going to read something from Mark 10, Mark 10, 42 through 45. Let's see. So in Mark 10, 
So these are when the disciples are arguing, right? And it says, Jesus called them over and said to them, you know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles dominate them and their men of high positions exercise power over them. But it must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So, Abby, can you talk just a little bit about what that verse means in submission to God? Mm-hmm. So he's talking about, like, the greatest among you be the least, right? He So elsewhere in the Bible, Jesus talks about, like, he who exalts himself will be humble, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So we know that if we want to follow God, if we want to follow Jesus, we have to be a servant because Jesus himself was a servant, right? And who are mm-hmm. we to think that we're above that kind of service, we're above that kind of humility? No, exactly. And submission to God looks a little different than submission to people, right? Mm-hmm. So we see what Jesus did on the cross is yeah. our ultimate example, mm-hmm. right? Because we see in his relationships with others, he is serving at all times, right? Last verse, verse 45, where it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So, first of all, submission to God above all else, right? Okay, so now we've got that out of the way. What does submission look like within the body of Christ? Submission bonds and binds us in unity. Whether you're um, a mentor or a leader in the church, or even if you're simply just serving in the church as a youth minister or a volunteer in the children's ministry, submission looks like servitude. And it looks like marriage to Christ, right? So we have that intimacy as his body, So we must be united to experience the fullness of eternal life. So Abby, can you delve deeper into what it looks like to be submitted to one another Mm -hmm. as we are in the body of Christ? We need to recognize that we all have different goals, right? And that each of us are uniquely designed and loved by God. And that one role is not more important than the other. So if you're serving in worship ministry, if you're serving in kids ministry, all of those roles are all incredibly important. And I mean, we're called to submit to one another. So if you see someone struggling, if you see someone who needs help and service, then we're called to serve them as well. Yeah, exactly. If submission looks like servitude, that actually means going against our selfish desires as humans, right? So what does submission look like? Well, submission is a voluntary attitude. If we are to love like Christ, the ultimate example of submission is Christ, even unto, un, mm-hmm. even unto the cross, right? If we are to be like him, we must be willing to cooperate, assume responsibility, and share in the burdens of our fellow brothers and sisters. So what does this look like? Submission as a voluntary attitude mm-hmm. instead of thinking of it as, oh, we have to be a boardwalk that everybody walks on Mm -hmm. so what does it look what does like submission look like as a beautiful thing instead Mm -hmm. of something that is kind of put on the back burner and a lot of people have a lot of conflict with it Uh, even in the church right yeah i mean we see that constantly like people feel like they're made to serve they feel like this is something i have to do so i'm i guess i'm just gonna have to do it but you have to approach it with an attitude of joy right i get to serve christ i get to serve others and i mean 
how much more beautiful is it that we get to um, serve others in, I mean, not completely in the same way, but, you know, in the same way that Jesus served others, right? So we should try to reflect that same sort of humility and love. Yeah. And before we go much further, I wanted to give us a definition Mm -hmm. of what submission actually looks like. So submission comes from the Greek word, the Greek word in the New Testament. It's correct me if I'm wrong, whoever studies Greek, but it's hupotasso. So hupotasso is actually, it's actually, it can be used as a military term, which I thought was super interesting. It refers to lower ranking officers subordinating or submitting themselves under the command of a higher ranking official. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? If this is more of a military term, this means in spiritual warfare, we must listen to the top dog. You know, who is our commanding officer? It's God, right? Um, We must listen to him or else there will be casualties spiritually, right? But non-militarily, the definition of submission as used in the New Testament is, quote, a voluntary attitude of cooperating, assuming responsibility, and carrying a share of the burden. Yeah. That looks a lot different than what we think of as submission, right? Mm -hmm. We think of submission as, oh, they're going to walk over me. you know, being a doormat. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And as Christians, we're actually not called to do that. No. If you look at Jesus in the New Testament, he was flipping tables, right? Oh, yeah. He was was Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you also see him being a servant, right? And so we just got to redefine what submission looks like. Submission is not being a doormat. It looks like servitude. Yeah. It looks like going against our selfish desires as humans and putting his will his being God's will mm-hmm. over our own. Not only putting his will above our own, but it's a voluntary attitude of, mm-hmm. hey, I want to serve my brothers and sisters. And it's like assuming responsibility. It's carrying your share of the burden within the body of Christ. Yeah. And so I just want to bring back up Ephesians 5.21, where it says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Mm-hmm. So if we have that foundation if we have that cornerstone of Christ, then it's way easier to submit to one another. Mm-hmm. So after Paul finishes talking about how this applies to marriages, right? Submission, you know, the wife submits to the husband, but the husband also submits to the wife each in different ways. And then the children and parents and also in work situations, he talks about the armor of God. So he talks about submission for a little bit in the next few verses of ephesians 5 but after that he talks about the armor of god is that a coincidence i don't think so Mm -hmm. right submission can be a superpower in a way you know Mm -hmm. it's it's putting on the armor of god it's that selflessness and it's that laying down of your life daily that is the armor of god right and so i just wanted to bring that up that after we talk about submission, it's almost like God is telling us, hey, this will protect you from the devil. And it's no, I don't think it's any coincidence that the original definition of the Greek word, hupotasso, it's actually a military term, yeah. right? So 
before I get into my last point, do you have anything about what it looks like to submit in different relationships? Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people have a lot of questions about that. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, submitting to, like, God is way different than, like, <coughs> submitting to my friend. Like, serving God will look differently than me serving my friend. Because I'm supposed to be serving God constantly, right? And, I mean, I should be serving others constantly. But out of serving God is more of a fear, more of a reverence, right? Where serving my brother is more out of reverence for God. I'm serving you because I serve God. And the more you build your relationship with Christ, the more you'll want to serve others. And, I mean, you won't have as much time to think about yourself, right? Because you'll be so busy serving other people. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the notes that you had as far as like submission goes and like relationships and whatnot? So I wrote here, like talking about like <coughs> the body of Christ should be like unified, right? As we all seek to follow God. It's not we're each pulling our own weight. Like you said, um, the second definition of, like, you know, um, submission is, like, bearing each other's weight as well, right? So we're supposed to be bearing the burdens of others as we, united, all of us united, right, seek to follow Christ. And we should be honest with each other, right? We should be vulnerable. We're not just seeking to, like, present ourselves in a way that's, like, always, like, pleasing, right? Because, I mean, we know that we all sin. We all still make mistakes, but we should um, seek to be kind, right? Seek to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And that actually leads to my third point of vulnerability mm-hmm. and humility. It actually helps us to reach others and relate to them, right? Yeah. That submission part of it, it's being vulnerable in relationships. Mm-hmm. So I just want to take us back. Think about the last prayer that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane before being apprehended, before going to the cross. In Mark 14, verse 36, it says, And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. So this is Jesus ultimately submitting to God. Like Mm -hmm. he acknowledged the sovereignty and ultimate ability of God the Father. And he also politely requested for the suffering to be taken away, right? Yet above all else, Jesus submits his will, his plan, his desires to God's ultimate plan and purpose, right? Because God is the number one in command and he deserves all of the respect, right? Mm -hmm. So Jesus is the ultimate example of how to submit to others in in relationship. He assumed responsibility and carried the burden with a voluntary attitude. So that brings us to one of my final questions. So how do we submit to others in a way that honors God and yet follows the example of Jesus? Because we know we must submit to God as our plans have become secondary to God's own. However, how does that transfer into our own imperfect relationships with people? Because we have this perfect relationship with God. Yeah. But then how do we transfer that submission aspect into our relationships with people? Mm -hmm. Or another way of saying is like, how can we use our submission in order to be a better friend, a better coworker to the people in our lives? Yeah, because ultimately, right, our service of God, our submission to God is going to reflect how we treat other people. I mean, if you're not actively trying to seek out God, then you're not actively going to seek out service, right? So... It's so important that we prioritize our relationship with Christ, right? Because everything else kind of falls in line, right? Exactly. 
sorry guys i had such a big coughing fit oh i was like dying okay? over here i'm fine you I were just... like so quiet about it the whole time too. no i was like i'm trying to submit daily can i please get <laughs> some water not cough for two minutes <laughs> poor girl no yeah and you know this podcast is all about initiating and maintaining those relationships yeah in a way that creates a deeper i guess connection with people yeah. because that's that's really what people crave right mm -hmm. is that connection with others and that's what so many people are lacking right is that deep connection exactly. with god so they're seeking it they're seeking validation with other people they're uh, seeking it from themselves right but we know that truly like our worth comes from christ right any validation that really is going to fulfill us is going to be from Christ, who ultimately we know loves us the most to the point of death, right? Yeah, exactly. And so when we do submit, we're serving others. Yeah. And when we do serve others, we then can connect with them on a deeper level. Yeah. And that means asking those hard questions mm -hmm. and means diving deep in what it means to be saved. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to have that relationship with God? Yeah. And I think we always, we, we kind of shy, shy away from those topics in normal conversation yeah. and only talk about them in youth group yeah. or only talk about them on Sundays or Wednesday nights, yeah. right? So I wanted to talk about how can we normalize mm -hmm. having those conversations, not even just about like submission, but daily sacrifice yeah. or what it means to truly be in the trenches um, in this spirit, spiritual warfare, right? Yeah. Um, what does it look like daily, maybe for you to follow after God and to initiate and maintain those relationships? What What is your own experience with that? I know for me in my personal life, I have to start my day and end my day with God, right? Right. Because if you're not, you know, taking that right step first thing in the morning saying, I'm going to serve Christ with my entire life today, then the rest of your day is going to be off, right? And you have to finish it with that saying, I'm going to rest in Christ, right? Mm. That like, he's my hope, he's my peace. And throughout the day, you have to find those gospel conversations. And they're not like all just going to be handed to you. Like, of course, we have those situations where you can see God's telling me to share the gospel with this person right, right. now. But you have to seek them out as well. You can't just expect God to give you every single opportunity for them all to fall easily in your lap because sharing the gospel is not always easy. It's not always comfortable, but we have to, it's about people's souls. It's not about our comfort, right? Oh, exactly. That right there. It's not about our comfort right yeah. and that's what submission is is ultimately his mission mm -hmm. our mission is sub to his yeah. mission that is ultimately what submission is mm -hmm. and i love what you said that is so good it's not about our comfort it's about people's souls it is and if we're not having those conversations how do you expect to see that friend in heaven, that yeah. family member in heaven. As we're having these conversations around the holidays, mm -hmm. how can you show the love of Christ? Yes. And you have to put it in that perspective. Yeah. And it's like, we can't be afraid to bring him up. Maybe we've tried in the past and we feel discouraged. Yeah. Especially around family, you don't want to bring up money, politics, hard. religion, oh, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. It's not about our comfort. It's not, yeah. It's about people's souls, mm -hmm. right? We're trying to win hearts for the kingdom. Yeah. 
we're not trying to win arguments, but we're no. trying to win hearts. Yes. And that's a long-term commitment. That's a long-term working on others' hearts. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, the greatest <coughs> way we can serve other people, right, is by sharing the gospel with them. Because what greater hope could you give somebody than eternity with Christ and forgiveness of their sins, right? Yeah, exactly. And even if you, even if they've, like, said no in the yeah. past, you can serve them. Yeah. I mean, the best witness is action. It's actually doing stuff out of love. Yeah. It's cleaning up. It's taking their plate. It's cleaning up the dishes. It's cleaning when you're not asked to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the little stuff that they notice mm -hmm. and it adds up, right? That's true. And it's, it's, you don't even have to do like a <laughs> huge big thing. You don't have to write in the sky, you know, Jesus loves you. Just right. Serve them intentionally. And like, even if it goes unnoticed, you're knowing that I'm, I'm keeping this heavenly perspective, right? I'm seeking Christ above all things and I'm doing them a service. I'm doing God a service ultimately, not doing God a service, but I'm serving God by serving them. Right. right. And I love how you said intentionally, right? Yeah. It's not something that you fall into. You yeah. fall in, you fall into yeah. sin. Oh, sin at, comes natural. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Oh, wow. I served today. Like, <laughs> no, no, You've got to intentionally be like, okay, yeah. get up and you say, how can I show the love of Jesus to someone today? Yes. And I like what you said. Like you fall into sin. You don't fall into service. That's right. so good. Yeah. yeah. You fall into sin. You don't fall into service. And that's why submission is such an intentional thing. Yes. And that's something that we have to make sure that we we fall we follow God mm -hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. But out of that love, out of that service to him, we then can love and serve others. And I yeah. think a lot of unbelievers are like, "Oh, I can love people, but you don't know what true love is until mm -hmm. you've experienced the love of God." Exactly. And you can't show true love to other people, right, if you haven't experienced that love for yourself. And it's so hard when you see people like taking on the title of Christianity, right, but they're not they're not taking up their cross, they're not denying themselves. Mm. Yeah, it's like, "Are you dying daily?" Yeah, it's Are not, you dying daily? Are you dying daily? And that's so important. It's not just a title. You can't just say, "I'm a Christian and that makes you saved," right? The Bible says you have to confess with your mouth. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and, you know, he, exactly. that God raised him from the dead. Yeah. Are you dying daily? Yeah. That It's daily submission. It's it not just a one-time decision, but it's a lifetime of submission. Yes. It's right? Not, Christianity's not passive. It's mm -mm. Like you said, it's not something you just fall into. Like, oh, look, I served God today. I followed God today. Yeah. You have to wake up and say, I am following God today with everything that I am. Yeah, because our, our sinful flesh, it's it's natural right um and i've said this before but you know corruption is a choice you yeah. didn't choose to encounter impurity but mm -hmm. you do get to decide how you'll respond to it yeah right you know we every day encounter impurity um because we're we're living in a fallen rule yeah. world right even within the church we've yeah. got adultery we've got sin and we're so afraid to talk to each other about it. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to have small groups, right? It is. I mean, you don't want everybody knowing your business, no. but you better have your five closest friends yes. following Jesus. You have to have accountability. I mean, like, 
Christ calls us to fellowship, right? He didn't right. say just go live your Christian life by yourself and expect yourself to grow, right? Right. He had disciples. He did. He calls us to community with him, right? Because, I mean, Jesus had community with God. He went up and he prayed with the Father, and he also had that community with his disciples, right? And we're called to the same. Right. And I love how he, even though he had 12, he also had three yes. that went up to the mountain, you mm-hmm. know, the transfiguration. Yes. That was his core group, right? Mm-hmm. And so where's our core group if we are to be like jesus if we we say you know what would jesus do jesus would have friends man (laughs) jesus would have friends he didn't just sit and eat dinner with tax collectors yeah he had his disciples around him 24 7 yeah right like yes he did go and eat with unbelievers yes he did reach out to a lost and fallen world yeah but he was in the world not of the world yes right that's so important and so we're called as christians Yes, to go out and to preach the gospel to um, non-believers, but mm-hmm. we're also called to live in community. Yes. And that's why I initially started this podcast is I look around and I see so, so many people are lost without community. Mm-hmm. They had their hearts in the right place. They want yeah. to follow God or you know, they want to have deeper, more meaningful connections, Yeah. but we're also scared. We're, we're also mm-hmm. scared of being vulnerable. Yeah. And I think if we get to a point where we can ask the hard questions, mm-hmm. um, that might be embarrassing. Yeah. Like all, all that we experience is common to man, yeah. right? Any temptation that we experience, nothing that Jesus didn't go through, mm-hmm. nothing that Bobby down the street didn't go through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all of the temptations that we're having now have been had for a thousands of years, right? Yeah. Since the fall of man. Mm-hmm. And so why then are we so scared of being vulnerable with people? And I'm not saying go out and tell the world that, yeah. you know, <laughs> you sinned or whatever. But I'm saying how it's so important to have those close friends yes. that you can, you know, that you keep accountable but Mm -hmm. they also keep you accountable yeah and that aren't just followers of you but that actually want to sharpen you and edify you right Mm -hmm. and want to make you a better christian Mm -hmm. so i mean i mean haven't you seen that in your own life like absolutely yeah in in the church and having that Mm -hmm. um group of believers around you it's it's really good and i found that when i'm serving in the church is when i often when I feel the most connected to God, right? Because I know that I'm serving him, I'm serving his people, and ultimately in that I'm serving Christ. No, yeah, exactly. And I think it's also important to understand that we also need older people in our lives, and we're not just a bunch of teenagers hanging out and being like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm very touchable about having mentors in my life Mm -hmm. and um, also having like, not just my peers on this podcast, but mm-hmm. also like older people that yeah. have helped me. And that's cool. That's great to have that like community, like that intergenerational community. Right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is just so important. And it's been done for thousands of years, oh, yeah. right? You know, you would live in a village and they would all, you know, it takes a village, right? Yeah. To raise a <laughs> child. Well, we're so polarized now. And yeah. we're like, you know, like, okay, boomer, like, yeah. all right. <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying, Grandpa. Like, but no, it's it's so important to not only have your community of peers around you, Uh but to have a community of pastors, of 
um, youth pastors, mm-hmm. uh, teachers of, you know, the adults in your life that have been there, done that and yeah. gotten through it. And, yes. you know, it's, it's wise to seek wisdom, right? It is. And when it's, you get that wisdom, don't reject it, right? right. Like, don't just be like, oh, I know that. I know I'm supposed to do this. But, like, really take it to heart and take their advice. Because, like, you know, probably, truthfully, they've probably lived through it, right? Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask them questions. Yes. They've probably done a lot more things than you have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been through that. They've done that. And so we can't be afraid to have those conversations. Yeah. And, of course, I'm not just being hypocritical i know it's it is hard it is it is really hard to approach a subject and you're like well you know how do i do that exactly like it's Mm -hmm. so hard but it just takes one person person being vulnerable yeah i mean i found that i'm in conversations and as soon as i that i like open up in some way another friend opens up Mm -hmm. another friend and another friend and it's like they were just waiting yes. for someone to give them an invitation or an opportunity to be vulnerable. Yes. Because it's not that people don't want to share. They just don't know how. Yeah. And so that's also why I started this podcast is to give people, I guess, an invitation or like tools in their toolbox in mm-hmm. order to have these conversations. And yeah. I'll eventually have a whole nother episode surrounding this uh practical and biblical tips on like how to initiate conversation and like how to start those hard conversations Mm -hmm. but i mean like i said it just takes one yeah just takes one it really does so yeah and that's about all i had as far as submission goes we've talked a lot about it i just want to go over the points again First of all, we must submit to God above all else and before we submit to anyone else. So, like what Jesus did on the cross and in mm-hmm. the garden, where he, he came not to be served, but to serve. Number two, submission bonds and binds us in unity as the body of Christ, right? Intimacy as his body, we are united. And then number three, vulnerability and humility is a superpower, right? It helps us reach others and relate to them. Mm-hmm. If we're serving others, we are submitting our own selfish desires so that we can take a genuine interest in others, right? What Philippians 2 says, Mm -hmm. then we will start to see people come to Christ and, you know, look at us a little differently and be like, hey, what is it about them? Or what makes them so joyful? Yes. You know, I get that question all the time. It's like, Mm -hmm. what makes you so joyful? I'm like, I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) So it's just... Like we said, like submission, it's an action, right? Yeah. It's being sub to God's mission, mm-hmm. right? Putting ourselves last and putting other people, you know, in greater priority. And then just one thing I wanted to mention is just, are you dying daily? Mm-hmm. Right? Submission is a daily sacrifice. Yes. Salvation is a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. But submission is a daily sacrifice of our own desires. Mm-hmm. So... Abby, you got anything else for the people? That was really good. I yeah. Mean, just, you're so right talking about, like, vulnerability and service, right? Because right. if you're going around thinking, I'm better than everyone else because I'm serving you, is that really true service? If you're not setting yourself aside, you're still right. keeping yourself at, like, the top right. Exactly. And I wanted to give some Bible. I forgot to give some Bible for uh, the unity in Christ. Um, what I was talking about Philippians. Um, Philippians 2. It says, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, 
If any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by thinking the same, having the same love, sharing the same feelings, focus on one goal. Do nothing out of rivalry or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And that's that's what unity is, right? Yeah. It's taking a genuine interest in others and holding their interests in higher regard. Yeah. And then also, there's some Romans. Romans. I know. I love I Romans. Romans. I was talking. So I was talking to Miss Adams, and she was like, "Oh, Romans is such a good book." And it's I was so like, good. "I know." It goes so deep into like so much theology that oh my gosh, I could yeah. Spend and if you haven't listened to the episode, go listen to it. It was amazing. There was so much wisdom pouring out that woman's life. I mean, she's such a big mentor for me. But also, if you need a book to start out with, if you never open a Bible for Romans, is very, Romans. very good. Very good. Gospels, I would also recommend. Oh, yeah, Matthew, Mark, sure. Luke, John. But um, Romans 4, 14, sorry. Romans 14, 18 through 19. It says, whoever serves Christ in this way is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then we must pursue what promotes peace and what builds up one another. Romans 15, 5 through 8 says... Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement allow you to live in harmony with one another, according to the command of Christ Jesus, so that you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with a united mind and voice. So I think it's also important to to mention that God gives endurance. Yeah. Right? And I think we left out a big part of, like, just pray. Yes. I mean, prayer is just so big to having that daily submission because we cannot by our own power overcome the power of sin we must have jesus with it right we must have jesus on our side Mm -hmm. in this spiritual war right if you go back to the original definition where it's a military thing it is we are in a spiritual war yeah and so we must look to the commander to provide right so i i just wanted to mention that as well i think we covered pretty much everything as far as submission goes, as far as like initiating and maintaining deeper, more meaningful relationship with, you know, within the context of submission, such as having humility and servitude to others produces fruit, right? It produces fruit of peace, of goodwill, of harmony amongst believers and non-believers, mm-hmm. right? And everyone can agree that serving others in humility and love is important, you know, even if you're not a believer. Yeah. So like James says in chapter 1, verse 27, says, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for widows and orphans in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So, you know, most can agree that it's good to care for orphans and widows. So it all goes back to submission is action. Submission is a daily sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And... That goes for within the body and also outside the body, right? So, yeah, just a few quick points that I wanted to mention um, as we wrap up. Thank you so much for being on here. I'm going to have to have you on again. I mean, there are so many conversations that we've had off record. Oh, yeah. That have just been so edifying in my walk Mm -hmm. with Christ because you are one of the best people I know my age that actually 
knows Jesus and wants to serve him with such a zeal that, you know, parallels my own. Oh, yeah. And it's so hard to find that, especially, like, in a high school environment. It really is. Because so many people, even if they claim Christianity at our age, they're seeking so many other things, right? right? They haven't... They haven't gotten off the milk. They're, or they're not seeking that spiritual food. Right. They're still on that spiritual milk. They're still on the milk. Exactly. And we can have a whole nother episode about that too. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. And we'll, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and we'll talk about that of like your transition yeah. from like homeschool to high school yes. as well. Coming in your senior year. I mean, yeah. that's just crazy. But we'll talk about how that like is such a God thing. It right? really is. And... So, but thank you so much for being on. Thank I you for having truly me. appreciate it. I think this will help a lot of people. Um, I know just like preparing for it has helped me. Oh, yeah, same. And I, I really, really appreciate you. So, thank you. Thank yeah, you for having me on. Absolutely. Love you, Abby. I love you, Liv. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Please leave a rating or review and yeah, go out and initiate, maintain deeper and meaning, more meaningful relationships. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Live Outside the Bubble podcast. If you found this useful and encouraging, please help us out by leaving a rating or review. Also, if this episode made an impact, feel free to share this with a friend. Join me and countless others on the path to a life better lived within God's will and outside of your comfort zone. I'm incredibly grateful for each and every one of you listening. You're more than a listener, but a friend. I encourage you guys to reach out if you have any questions or suggestions on how I can serve you guys better in the future. I love y'all so much. Go out and be a light.